Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Although it's been said many times, many ways. Merry Christmas. What's your go-to? What's your go-to tune there? Huh? <laughs> Do you have a go-to tune? Do you have a go-to? Uh, I know you got a go-to Christmas movie. Let me ask you that. Let's start off with that. Are you gonna you gonna start over? Let's let's start with that. Do do you do you have issues when I'm not on theme? When I'm not on the one, with the program? It's just you're usually the one that's in the program. You usually start the program. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either that or it's a deep cut reference to something that you're watching or knee deep in. I can't, I can't remember which episode it was. Uh, you asked me to come back and watch something. <laughs> I didn't stay on theme. I didn't. I didn't go back and uh, rewatch. I can't recall the film. Well, let's be real. I think let's, you were really into it. Let's be real. And then, and then, like in the middle, you could just you just stopped and you said <laughs> you didn't watch it. Did you? <laughs> I think that was recent. I think it was recent. But then, I, but then I can't give you shit because I didn't go all the way through. Um, I didn't go all the way through Desperado. You know, sometimes it's hard it to go back. Des- to- it, it was one. I think it was. Uh, one of uh, a favorite of yours, and I mm. think you were just uh, shooting last, for the stars to get a last good Boy job. Scout. Last Boy Scout. It was Last Boy Scout. Because <laughs> that movie's in my top ten of all time, and and I think uh, The Rock as well. The Rock. No, no, no. I take it back. I did go back and watch The Rock. To, I was about to say for that show. I did because uh, I always caught the middle parts of it on TNT. Right. Right. You just don't always like to go back through those older gems. I get it. You've said this publicly on the podcast, off the podcast. Sometimes you don't have time to go back through some old movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get you. I know how it is. You come on You come on the show with your wits, your mitts, and your recollection of whatever the last time you saw this thing. I mean, it's on Tubi, so. What's on Tubi, though? Phantasm. Okay. It's also on that, on that HBO Max without commercials. I mean, I mean, oh well. I mean, you catch it, you catch it. You know, did yeah, you catch just it? like VD? Did you? <laughs> Anybody still call it VD? I don't know. I don't no. know. Tyson, Tyson gave that girl VD, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. What is VD again? Venereal disease. Venereal disease. Mm-hmm. What does that? What does that encompass? It though? includes it... like the the syphilis, the gonorrhoeus, mm-hmm. and the uh, lobsters, the chlamydias, and the chlamydias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the variety that comes from the putachin. Yeah. Anything with, with itchy lobsters or crabs or cheese. That's crazy. That's crazy that it just said it, it comes from itchy coochies and not itchy dicks. Because <laughs> you can get them itchy dicks too, folks. Right, right. Why did it have to do it like, why did it put it all on the woman? Must Ever be insane. That Adam and Eve, you know? Yeah. I think this is what it boils down to. Right. It's her fault anyway. Mm-hmm. Besides, the dicks usually just give us the AIDS. Hmm. No rebuttal. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy, or are you going to bite? Yeah, yeah. There are several sacred things in this world that you don't ever mess with. One of them happens to be another man's fries. Now, you remember that, and you will live a long and healthy life. Just us. Cameras and those wonderful people out there in the dark. Science fiction. The wave of the future. 
I wonder where a guy in everyday Joe like myself could find a little action. Bye. Yeah. Welcome to Comic-Con's podcast, Geek Podcast for the rest of us who are the motherfucking rest of us. My name is Nick Stevens. I am your host, but in a way, aren't we all chasing gonorrhea? And joining me on the Z-Double-Mbox C5O's returning co-host, Mimotomoto, Mimotomahashi, my number one guy, Mr. James Powell. And uh, he might not be on brand, but he's my brand, baby. I'll tell you that much right now. Here we are now going to the east side. Love that movie. <laughs> that body rock. That body rock. But do you have a go-to? You didn't answer my question at the top of the show. Uh, for what? A Christmas song. A Christmas song? Yeah. Do you have a Christmas song that stays in your rotato? You mean just like that I'm singing or just a, like a famous? Even if you don't are you play talking it. Like, are you talk, you're, you're talking like, like a Christmas carol song? You're yeah, about yeah. Like it was Christmas themed song for christ's sake i mean listen just, difference. just yeah. anything that sticks in your craw or sticks in your membrane gets stuck in your rolodex you find yourself whistling it when you're not whistling dixie or the robocop theme oh uh coming home for christmas paul hardcastle coming home for christmas paul hardcastle let's, let's move this shit <laughs> so random but not random for you because I'm anybody that's anybody for Christmas. Hmm. There we go. I usually play it around this time of the year. You do. I don't know if you can hear that. You hear those those jingles of those jangles and the production of that hard castle. You need some good Bose sound system for that. You know, it sounds really good with you narrating over it. Can you can you describe a wintry scene with this song? That's crazy that I know that song just like that. Yeah, it's, it's like just picture, you know, that that Gotham City night in Batman Returns. Mm. He was playing this when he was stalking uh, Oswald Cobblepot in the office. There it is. I can't hear it on my end, but it looks like you can't. Oh, I am jamming. You can't hear? No, I can't hear. You like that beat? That is, that is a smooth jam. I've never heard it. <laughs> I've never heard it. See, I was, I was, I always go old school. I always get that Merry Christmas, like that bing. Do I, I? It gets stuck in my head, man. You know that the way he's like Jack Frost, nipping at your nose. Oh, you're talking about the Nat King, the, the Nat King Cole, yeah. But I think oh, Bing, okay. Bing did uh, what? Bing did little, uh, little, little drummer boy, Baraba Bum Bum. I thought he did something else. Yeah, oh, it's okay. along those lines. Did he do? Uh... Did you ever hear that Bowie little drummer boy? No. With Bing, you never heard the Bing. No. With, with little drummer boy. I can honestly say I haven't seen him, but come on in. Come on in. Come on in, drummer boy. In. You can't hear this, can you? Well, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Oh, you're not the uh, poor relation from America. Right? David Bowie and Bing Crosby hanging out by a Christmas tree. And then they sing a little tune. 
This is when? Early 80s or? I would say late 70s, early 80s. Late 70s. Wow. David Bowie does his own thing over top of it while Bing Crosby underneath is like, you know, all that stuff. Doing his Ichabod thing. Yeah, and Bowie just, you know, freestyles. I saw a man, he had a drum, something like that. So anyway, that's 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 your go-to. Well, this this by the time this episode comes out, we will be in the midst, in betwixt the Christmas season, you know, the holiday season, uh, the Kwanzaa season, you know. Now, I actually drove past a church. Uh, I, I don't know what you'd call it. What's the signs that are outside of those churches? They're like they look like the th- movie theater Mylar's, but mm-hmm. they put like they change the message, you know, every week. Oh, like the McDonald's uh, boards. Right, the McDonald's boards. I like. I went movie theater Mylar. You went McDonald's. It's all good. Mm-hmm. They uh, had this. They actually had this message on one of the churches where I live. I was driving by and it says, "Remember, Santa didn't die for anyone." I was like, God damn, like, I know my son reads, I know kids know how to read, and they're going to be riding around in the car, and they're going to see that, like, Mom, what does that that sign mean? Can't we let the kids be kids and let them just have a Christmas? Can we we pause? First of all, we're not even near the crucifixion, so why are we talking about dying for anything? I mean, if you're like a diehard Christian, wouldn't you be celebrating the birth instead of he didn't die for anything. You better put that Christ back in fucking Christmas, you motherfucker. And he says motherfucker too. The priest. The priest or the preacher. They come out, either one. And when they're in what movie is this? I don't know. They, just, oh. they, they run out the church. Listen, you put the fucking Christ back in Christmas, but you can shove it up your ass. You know, I'm just saying, let the kids be kids. Let them have the Santa, you know, and the stockings. And the... No, no, isn't that right? The, Christmas is celebrating the birth, right? That's what I'm saying. So why are we talking? So why are we talking about dying for sins? You know, Jesus, we're not even close to the crucifixion. And this is at a church. This is at a church. Mm. Granted, it's a Baptist church. No surprise there with the fire and brimstone. Mm. But uh, you know, you put it on the Baptist. Well, I kind of you know Southern Baptist especially. Although I'm in the north technically, but I'm in the south. I'm in the south of the north, so not quite a northman's territory here you'd be surprised but uh <laughs> i don't know we just went from christmas songs to to that i suppose but uh i guess i'm feeling a little frosty tonight mm-hmm. you know what can i say like that uh do you do you remember the old claymation uh christmas the the rankin and bass i was just talking about that with a, a friend who had no recollection of it he's like i don't know what that is mm. And then we went down the rabbit hole. What movies were there? I I know there was a a Frosty one, Rudolph one. There should have been one more iconic one. The Rudolph one was the one with the ice monster. Right. The Yeti or whatever. Right. Pretty sure that was the same thing that tried to tear up Luke on fucking Hoth. Mm -hmm. And and the other one was, like you said, the snowman one. He had a little cameo in Elf, too, I think. Okay. Yeah. Because I think this is the same production, you know, to call back an episode. This is the same producers that made that horror movie of that uh, Pied Piper of Hamlin. They probably did. Yeah. Uh, they also made Thundercats, Silverhawks. They were a big studio. Mm-hmm. They were the uh, the rivals of Filmation that did like He-Man and original Ghostbusters and all that. Mm. So yeah, I remember that. We were talking about that. He didn't know what it was. And when I when I described it, he was like, Oh yeah, I don't remember that ever since I was like mm. a kid. 
Because did they do Gumby as well? I don't know if they did Gumby. I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. That claymation was everywhere when we were kids. When we were children, children. What was that? That's yeah. That's late seventies, eighties, early early eighties, and then it got phased out. Mm-hmm. People don't really do stop animation anymore. Need to go back to it. You know, not since that Nightmare Before Christmas. Looked how well that worked. I know. It's, it's a classic. Yeah. And what else is a classic at Christmas time? Well, in 1993, a little gem by the name of Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, came out in theaters. Uh, in theaters. In I, the- I, wish it could, I wish I could say I saw it in theaters. I didn't. I was late on this. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it was worth going to the movies for. Just because I was like, it's the cartoon version. It's not... It's not Keaton. So what What am I going to the movie to see the fucking Batman cartoon for? Well, I think I would have, but I was living overseas on a houseboat in Spain. And uh, we, we were on home leave, and I'd see the animated series, I think that came out in 92, in the States. And I was like, oh my God, there's this Batman cartoon. And I thought it was amazing. It blew me away. Like It absolutely blew me away. It was dark. The way it was drawn, the voice acting, the tone, the storylines. It was amazing. Never seen anything like it. Blew me away. Came on right after Tiny Toons. It was for you, uh, Power Rangers for me. Power Rangers for you? Okay, but was yours Saturday mornings? Because mine was weekdays. Mine was every day. Mine was every day. Five days a week. Yeah. Weekdays, getting home from school, or maybe it was during the summertime, so they just put it on in the afternoon. I think it came out in the fall, like September, like right around the time school started. Before before, uh, Christmas? Yeah, and then in 93 they released this on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. It didn't do well, but then it but then it later like gained traction like over the years. It's like when it went to when when it went to video and yeah. home video kids on VHS, all right? I remember seeing like copious amounts of copies of this movie in Blockbuster after it didn't do well in the theaters. I guess it just wasn't marketed well. I think people kind of like No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Like I, I remember just seeing it like as a trailer after the cartoon went off during during that like you said during the fall they were only do the the teasers after the cartoon but other than that i didn't see anything about it like during like primetime uh, television and you didn't love the show enough to be like mom dad i need to go no, see i love the show i didn't believe in the movie mm. I, didn't, I didn't think the movie was going to live up to like batman or batman returns mm. yeah does it live up to Batman or Batman Returns? It does. It does. Like I said, later on, it got its, its it got its wheels, and and you can appreciate it more. It's it's mature, isn't it? Like it's, it's mature. Not, it was mature. Yeah, it's not a kids' movie, really. Show, like you said before, the the whole show was mature anyway. Like we weren't supposed to be watching it. No, I mean the stories are real. If you go back and watch those animated series, listen, kids. If you're not if you're listening to this podcast for the first time. And you're like, wait, what are they talking about? Batman, the animated series? Like, there's no point. You might as well just just give up now. Because I say this is a podcast for the everyday man, but realistically, if you don't know by now, we talk about Batman almost every show. <laughs> and that animated series, like the fact that we got it, any of it, let alone four seasons of it, I think it was like, it might have ran to like 97 before Batman I Beyond. thought it ran to like 97. Yeah, it was a long, long run. Right. The story is kind of drooped, I would say, after the original, uh, maybe four season run. When it got so to New Adventures. Once it turned into Batman and Robin. You know. Yeah. The New Adventures wasn't as good. Yeah. The New Adventures wasn't that good. The animation changed when they changed his eyes. Yeah. They changed Bruce's eyes. <laughs> How do you feel about the animation of this movie, though? It's spot on, right? 
the animation in this movie was ahead of its time though yeah yeah i don't know like i uh i wish i had seen this in theaters i watch it at least once a year it stays on hbo so it's so easy to just turn on especially like when i'm you know but it's no good during the summer. You're not gonna watch Phantasm during the summer. No, no, I always wanna. I always wanna watch it around Christmas for some reason. Yeah, around Christmas time. Same Even thing though with, it's not a Christmas uh, movie. Yeah, with uh, Returns. I always watch Returns at oh, Christmas. Wait a minute, you can't say it's a Christmas movie because you got snow in it. What in Phantasm? Yeah, we get snow in this. I don't remember that. I it was snow. Or am I just thinking of a lot of smoke? You're thinking of a lot of smoke. I thought it was snow. Yeah, I don't know. It came out on Christmas. But it's not as Christmassy, and yet Batman Returns came out in June of '92, and it's so Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Like I watch Batman Returns, like that's a Christmas movie to me, along with Die Hard, along, mm-hmm. <laughs> along with Gremlins, the first one. Those are all Christmas movies to me, you know. And it's a Wonderful Life, I suppose. But you know, who's counting? You don't uh, a little Home Alone as well. Oh, you gotta throw that in there. You mm-hmm. gotta throw that in there. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this movie's celebrating 30 years. 30 years ago, this movie came out. Mm-hmm. So I thought, it was, I thought it was worth mentioning again, bringing it up on the and show. Do you have any Phantasm merch? I don't, but I would love some. I don't know too many folks that has Phantasm merch. I like this uh, picture of this Phantasm behind me right now. I love that. Like that, yeah. The look of the Phantasm alone was cool. You know, like, so cool. You know. Yeah, and he's murdering mob bosses. Mm-hmm. Because I think this is the actual first villain from the animated series, uh, animated series that was killing folks. Yes, right. I don't think I, I don't mean, think Joker or Penguin they they weren't killing people. You know what's funny? I don't think they ever showed Joker killing anyone in the show, but he definitely killed some motherfuckers in this sh- in this movie. He killed folks, but you never saw it like you did with no. Phantasm. Phantasm no. was you saw him kill kill people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they didn't show anything in the show, but in the in the movie, he's definitely the movie's got some great. Like there's even mm-hmm. some blood in the movie. Um, and there's some heavy themes, you know. What was the rating for Phantasm? PG? I think it might have got squeezed in with a PG, not a 13, yeah. but a PG. Yeah, it was PG you because know? Bruce wasn't cursing or anything. He didn't say shit, fuck, cunt. No, he should have though. He should have. He should have called Andrea Beaumont a cunt at least once. Fucking bitch. That Andrea, Andrea Beaumont, you know, voiced by the talented Dana Delaney, who we last talked about in Tombstone. In Tombstone, it all ties in. <laughs> How about those voices, man? That Kevin Conroy, rest in peace. Never knew that Abe Bogota was in this thing. He's in it. I didn't realize that either. And then, hey, of course, that's, Dick that's Miller. Who's talking stuff right there. All right. Abe Bogota, Dick Miller. Uh, got fucking Stacey Keach voicing the Phantasm because it's a him, folks. But spoiler alert, it's not a him. Stacy Keach. Yeah, love that Stacy Keach. Mm-hmm. Stay out of this, Batman. This is not your fight. I don't know why I made him more Liam Neeson than. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always want Liam Neeson to show up in Gotham. What can I say? You like that? Yeah, I do. I like that a lot. If you had to describe this, though, break it down for somebody. Maybe somebody's a first-time listener. They want to be a, a long-time listener, but they're listening to the show for the first time. Maybe they've never seen Phantasm. Believe it or not, folks, there might be some folks out there listening to the show that have never seen this movie. So, Powell, how there would you break it down? There are people out there that's never seen Phantasm. I would imagine. And yet they saw the 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 next animated movie with uh, Mr. Freeze. Oh, did the Mr. Freeze happen first? Oh, Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero definitely came after this. Sub-Zero came <laughs> 
because all those movies went right to fucking video. They didn't release another Batman movie in theaters until I don't even know when. I think The Killing Joke might have had a limited run in theaters, but they stopped releasing animated Batman movies in theaters because they were like, we can make more money on home video. On home video. Yeah. And Sub-Zero, I remember when that came out and it was definitely on video. That motherfucker. Straight to video. Why did they even do that? We already had, we knew about Sub-Zero and his whole backstory already. Why did they even bother with that? It's a lot of, it's it's always a lot of fluff that comes with Mr. Freeze as a major villain. Well, all of them. I mean, we got like all their origin stories in the whole, in the whole Mm -hmm. In the whole series, but I, I guess I guess with Freeze's thing, it's it's a little more tragic than it is entertaining. I suppose out of all the villains, his is probably the most tragic. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree. I'll concede. Not not more tragic than that than that man bat, huh? Nah, that was just a guy trying to. <laughs> I think at one point he was trying to get his deaf sister, at least in the comics, he was trying to get his sister to hear again. So instead was of Langstrom her, just trying to get strong or he was just trying to come up with some super serum? I think initially he was trying to heal people's... In the show. Theory. Like in the show and maybe, I think in the comics too, like his sister was deaf and he wanted his sister to be able to hear again and instead of getting her a hearing aid or some uh, revolutionary surgery, he decided to make some concoction that turned him into a bat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think he just like any scientist who drinks their own concoction, they just go mad with power. I mean, that transformation still holds for me. It's fantastic. Are you kidding me? The voice change and all that. It's it's amazing. But uh, with the animation and phantasm, you almost got like some Disney like animation. Like it, the fluidness, I would say, was the big change for me from the animated show to the to the movie. It's the fluidness for how uh, Batman roamed the city and, and the way the phantasm, you know, his movements. Mm, that's, his, that's the big difference you can tell. His, her movements. His, her movement. Or, mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah, Beaumont's movement. Yeah. <laughs> so tell the folks at home what this movie is really about. Break it down for them. It's about revenge. Mm. Right. And love. A little bit of love. And love. I mean... But, but where does where does Beaumont actually stand with Bruce amongst his many love interests? Well, spoiler alert, kids, this is a I think one of the reasons why this movie works so well is because it's like an original idea yeah. in terms of a new antagonist, a new love interest. And also this love interest like meets Bruce before right before he becomes Batman. Mm-hmm. And for a split second, he almost. Does not become Batman. He almost goes the other way and just stays Bruce. But then she breaks his heart, leaves him because spoilers again, her daddy's in deep with the mob. They have to go on the run and Bruce ends up becoming Batman. But like that whole interweaving of that story going up to that, I feel like, I feel like Andrea Beaumont, even though she's made up just for this show or the movie, really, I feel like she's, she's up there. She's probably up there with top, top three, if not top two. Uh, The first being Selena Kyle. No, the first, no, the first being Selena Kyle out of the animated series. Well, oh, I guess out of the animated series. Oh, okay. I, I thought TV. you were just talking about in general in the history, though. Oh yeah, if in genital or uh, <laughs> or in the show, 
You know, it would probably be Talia. You're right. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I thought it would be Talia, then, Talia, then, Selena, then Selena, and then maybe Andrea. And then, yeah. No Vicky Vale anywhere in this animated series. Where does Wonder Woman stand as well? Ooh, if we're going to go that route, maybe three or four. Yeah. Maybe bump Andrea down or. I don't know. He didn't really get with her though in the in the in the spin. I mean, he was definitely in love with Andrea. I think that was love. Yes, he was. He that was love. He almost didn't become Batman. Right. I mean, in this this movie has some dark, dark and deep themes. Man, at one point he's crying on his parents' grave, talking mm-hmm. to them like saying like, "Hey, it doesn't hurt as much anymore. Please let me know it's okay. You know, let me know it's okay to not do what I want to do. I can, I can, I can give more money to the cops." You know, <laughs> you know, and uh, ultimately, no, Andrea Beaumont comes back to town and fucks everything up, you know. But again, spoilers as a mass vigilante. I mean, was, was she is she a better vigilante than the Batman? Not takes, as smart. She takes out the trash, though, doesn't yeah, she? Not as smart, but she gets the job done. What Bruce can't do. She murders. A lot of mob bosses. You know, that that Chucky soul, that 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 Buzz Bronski, he got that it back. <laughs> that Salvatore, I guess she didn't technically murder Salvatore, but she was gonna. Yeah. Yeah. So you think Phantasm is a dude ends up being Andrea. Mm-hmm. Batman at one point thinks it's her father. It's not. Spoilers again. It's Andrea. The movie's been out for 30 years, so I feel like it's OK to just fucking rip off the band. Right. Yeah. I'm watching it right now as we speak. It's on in the background. Oh, OK. I got it back- on. Yeah. Okay. I watched it today, and then I'm putting on. I put it back on. Mm, you could, you can, you can keep it going. I just love it. I just love mm. it. You know, right now Batman's on the run from the cops because he's being framed for the murder of these mob bosses. Mm-hmm. They just think it's him. They, you know, that's what it is in Gotham. You see a cape and some smoke, you automatically think it's Batman. I mean, who <laughs> else would it be? <laughs> who else would it be? And uh, I know you've talked about this with me at Ad Nauseam too, but don't you love the 50s, 40s, like Art Deco style of Gotham in this? In oh, this yeah. Movie? Oh, yeah. Especially the, the the production on the cartoon made it. If for some reason, like the, the blimps, the cars, the Batmobile, it's, uh, it's like they were drawn extra hard to they put were. on those objects. And even the way people are dressed, like even the men, like even the cops and like the men on the street and the women on the street, they're all kind of wearing like a weird, like it's like a, it's like a noir futuristic version of Mad Men. Yeah. You know, because even like you said, and I just looked at the police van that rolled up with the SWAT team and you said it like it's drawn extra hard. Like it's everything is just plain and bold and big Mm -hmm. and. And the colors, everything's so dark, and there's only like blacks, browns, and blues, and yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's one of the reasons why it works, like why that Batmobile works, and right. And then, and then even when they do like real tight close-ups of Batman, it's mm-hmm. like the only thing that's really animated is his eyes every time. Yeah, his yeah. Eyes shrink. But yeah. other than that, his whole face is still, yeah, just a piece it's... of art. Yeah, it's just you're exactly right. It's got that old uh, what's his name, the guy that did the the Max Fleischer Superman, right, 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 from back in the day. Oh man, yeah, he's got some blood on his gloves right now because he just got a fucking, he just got his head rocked by a goddamn grenade. He's 
clawing his way through some fucking debris. I'm just going to narrate it for you. The cops got the helicopter lights on him. Like, I would love to see a live action version of this movie. Could they do this? It can be done. It can be done. Like, right now, it it can be done. Like, there's nothing tying the Batman story, like, with anything else. Like, you can one off Phantasm for the next movie if you want. Right. At the very least, just put me back in like this world, but but bring it to life with actors mm-hmm. and real sets. Who would be your Beaumont? Well, I'm glad you asked because I put it out to the Comic Cons. Ah! Uh, Segway, folks. Uh, I just put it out today, though, so I don't know how many people responded, but uh, I think we got some hits. I was kind of like, tossing some ideas around in my own head. Uh-huh. And then I read these and I shared them. So I got... Uh, if it was made now, Dan Stevens as Joker. I don't know if you know him, but he's uh oh god, he was in Legion. Remember that show Legion? He played Legion. He was Legion. Oh, oh, the yeah. guy to play Legion. Okay, yeah. Right. So Legion. Dan Stevens nice. is Joker. Emma Stone. Ooh. Emma Stone is Andrea. No, this is a Kamikaze. Really. Oh, okay, okay. Emma uh, and, and Emma Stone. Okay. Emma Stone is Andrea Beaumont or slash Phantasm, and then Jensen Eccles as Batman. Everybody wants that Jensen Ackles. Is People love him. People love him. They like that 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 soldier boy, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> now, I don't think everybody knew that when I put this out there, I don't know if everyone's watched Phantasm. I think some folks thought I was asking for a live-action remake of the animated series. Um, that's cool, too. That That's cool, too. Yep, because I got uh, from John Barnes, Johnny Barnes, at John Barnes Audio, Bruce Campbell as Batman, Gary Oldman as Joker, and Woody Harrelson as Two-Face. I, I do think we missed an opportunity with Gary Oldman. I do think that. Think about like a 90s Gary Oldman. Can a, can a Gary Oldman beat out that legend? I'll raise you. You think a 90s Oldman could beat out a fucking Nicholson? I don't think so. Because I, 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 don't, I don't think Oldman was all he needed a little bit more a few more movies he wouldn't have been as funny he would have been darker he would have been darker you You think so yeah all right that's that's a valid point what about that Bruce Campbell as Batman that's not that bad actually he's got the chin got the chin but is it because we think he's too funny he's too funny he's too funny even 90s Campbell yeah Yeah. even even back then he was quirky I don't think I've ever seen him play serious nope Cause he he'll always be uh he'll always be Ash from the Evil Dead movies. Oh, I was gonna say uh, uh my guy from uh, Hercules and Xena. Oh Atalia. yeah, well he's bet he's buddies with all those people, mm-hmm. so he just shows up in all that shit. Bruce Campbell. Um, have to think about that one. How do you feel about this? Keep the eighty nine cast, so keep the Batman eighty nine cast, but throw Demi Moore or Nicole Kidman as Andrea Phantasm. I'll take that Demi Moore. That's what I was looking for. That's not bad, is it? That's what I was looking for. Like an, again, we're going with the '90s casting, folks. We know that there's some. Our demographic is 35 to 45, folks. Even, uh, even that now, that '90s Demi Moore could, can pull off that Beaumont. Yes. What about that Nicole Kidman? I mean, is that, are we just saying that because she's a redhead? Ah. Think, think '90s. Don't, don't go now. Hey, I'm 90s. thinking '90s. Okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Days of Thunder, Kidman too. Yeah, straighten that hair though. Yeah. Can't have that curly hair as. I mean that, that it's, it's not beating out that Demi Moore. I do like her as a love interest in Forever, though. Mm-hmm. 
Even though she didn't hit oh, like oh, Selena. Oh, yeah. Dr. Chase Meridian. Right. Bats are not rodents. Bats aren't rodents, Dr. Meridian. I mean, she made Val smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to love this. We got uh, Enchir Raymond says, Robert Pattinson, uh, Batman, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson as on Andre Beaumont. And then the new Joker from the new Batman movie, I guess, uh, what's his name that showed up in that cameo? So basically, Pat- oh, uh, Druid. Yes, <laughs> Druid. Barry Cohenig Co- or yeah. whatever. I think he's Welsh or Scottish. I could be wrong. Um, so basically, the Pattinson universe, but with ScarJo as. I, I really think you can pull it off, but uh, I don't know about that ScarJo. So far, you're all about that Demi Moore, huh? I like that. I like that Demi Moore. I like that. I like that too. And then uh, I got a message from. Let's see. Et Jean Jean Raygun Jean Rayguns? Oh, Jean Ray Jean instead of Gray. Uh all Sopranos and Breaking Bad casts. Sopranos as the mob, maybe Christopher as Joker. I guess Christopher Christopher from Sopranos? And then Walter White as Gordon or Saul? Or Saul Saul as I guess he means I guess he means Saul as Gordon. Keaton can be Batman. <laughs> So I guess we're doing current Keaton or at least early 2000s Keaton and this and then the entire cast of Sopranos and Breaking Bad. I, I don't again, I don't know if we're casting the show or the movie, but it works. Mm-hmm. It works. And that's uh, what I got. Give me uh I'll take that, that that the mother of dragons would be my Beaumont. Ooh, wait. Current or flashback? Current. Current. Okay, current. Okay. Current. I could see that. That um, but we got to give her that. She can pull uh, it off because yeah. she can pull off that brunette and mm-hmm. and she's she can go dark. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, she can. She could go dark. What about a Batman though? Batman, I'm 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 fine with uh, just keeping Pattinson. I'm still fine with uh, Pattinson. <laughs> but you have to remember. When we remake this, we're giving it to Robert Rodriguez and he's going to shoot it like he did Sin City. Mm. So we're going to get costume accurate everything. So we're getting that blue and gray with the with the yellow and black chest piece and the undies and everything. But the blue and I guess the blue will have more of a it'll have a black and bluish tint to it mm. the way the animated series does. That's what we want. So you got to remember, I don't know, can Pattinson hold up in that groom that gray and blue, blue and gray? And you need that chin. He's got a good chin, but you I think need he... the blue and uh that's 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 tough. I'm thinking you do I mean, I want it all. I want it just a, a just ripped from the cartoon onto onto a movie. And I want all the sets the same. I want everything. But you could get Robert Rodriguez in there and fucking shoot it like Sin City, but but in color and it would be amazing. You don't you don't want uh Snyder to take care of this for you? He could he could jump in. Mm-hmm. He could jump in there. He could co-direct with with Rodriguez. Want them co-direct that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what just... he did with Watchmen, you know, I, I feel like that would be good for this Phantasm movie. It's pretty phenomenal. I I still think everything he's done, comic book wise, at least it looks awesome. I don't story think story wise might have had some issues here and there, but I think everything he's ever done, and I love that Watchmen. Mm-hmm. You know. 
I don't uh I don't get where the beef is with him. I I like I like everything he's done. I mean, there wasn't really nothing wrong with the Snyderverse. It's just Justice Justice League didn't roll out the way it should have been rolled out. Mm-hmm. And by like, the time there was nothing wrong, out, nothing wrong with his version. No, no, maybe too dark. Made it too. It was, it was too dark. Was his man? Because people say his Man of Steel was too dark. So maybe his Superman was too about dark. It. it wasn't dark enough for me. <laughs> You want Superman like punching off motherfuckers' heads and shit. I want that. Yeah. But I know that's not going to happen. I just want to I, I want to I want to see the threat if he ever just lost it. You want that injustice. I want that. You want Superman falling from grace and you've been right. saying this for years. How much money will you make once you show that on you know on film? You could wind up making a lot of money. Yeah. But do you think people are really ready for that? Do you think people really want that? It's time for it. Yeah. It's time for it. I think folks still want a little bit more light, you know, for, from Superman anyway. I mean, you get that from Marvel. Marvel, Marvel is bringing you the light. DC has to be all dark. DC has, has to be dark. He has to embrace that dark. That's, well, why, that's, why, that's why that Shazam and Black Adam shit just really didn't work. Wasn't dark enough. Ain't dark enough. Because The Rock can't play a, a bad guy. The Rock can't play anything. I still haven't seen it, and I still haven't seen Shazam too. Mm. I just haven't, you know, just haven't gotten around it's, to it. Like I said, with Black Adam, it's worth it just so you can see fate in action. That's it, because Pierce Brosnan is Doctor Fate. He's Doctor Fate. He is Doctor Fate. That's that's who I would have picked. That's a good choice, you know. Pierce Brosnan could have been. Uh... He could show up in the live action uh, Phantasm as uh, as as Papa Dukes, as Andrea Beaumont's uh, dad. You know, that's a good, dear, that's a good, that's a good shot. Yeah, dear old dad. You know, that's a good shot. Yeah, I'll take that Cranston as a as a Commissioner Gordon mm-hmm. with, a, with a mustache. I could t- I could mm-hmm. see that. You know, because he did the voice of the animated Gordon in uh in the Year One movie, and that, and that worked. That sounded good. Yeah, you know. That's another thing, man. The voice acting in this, like everybody's great. And Mark Hamill's the Joker. I think he's great in the series, but I think his Joker shines the most in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I love that scene when the whole fucking amusement, the abandoned old, you know, future amusement park or whatever is on fire and blowing up. And Joker just sees it. He sees the explosion. At first, he's in awe. Everyone's in awe. They just stop what they're doing. And then he just laughs. <laughs> He just laughs so hard, maniacally, in the face of all the fucking destruction. It's probably my one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and uh, I love that he showed up in this. You know, he's great. Yeah, they made room for one minute. Yeah, and it worked. You know, could you have had other villains show up, cameos? Who could have worked in that? Because, like I said, Phantasm was just killing folks. If you had, if, if that's the case, then Phantasm was going to be killing Penguin, Scarecrow. Penguin would be the first. I think that would definitely mess up the cartoon series. Oof. Yeah. They could have had an opening where Batman's like chasing down Two Face and some thugs, you know? Mm hmm. But they didn't go that route. I mean, he could have killed Clock King. I would have been okay with that. Uh, That would have been kind of nice. Yeah. Ooh. A spinoff movie. Phantasm's still around because, you know, spoilers, kids. She lives. 
Phantasm comes back, starts knocking off villains. Goes after the uh, the C-listers first, then the B-listers. Right. Penguin can go. Phantasm did make a, a, a reappearance in the in the comics. In the comics, okay. Yeah, there was a there was a really cool Batman Batman and Catwoman run where Phantasm came back, and that was pretty neat. And it was like it would go back and forth between the future and the present mm. after Batman's death. Catwoman and Batman have a daughter, and then their daughter Helena, named after Huntress. Uh, becomes Batman or Batwoman, and then Dick Grayson's a cop. He quits being a uh, you know Nightwing because he's too old. So he's a detective, and he's he basically mm-hmm. takes over as commissioner. So he's meeting Batwoman on the on the on top of the uh, the the fucking MCU. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it was solid. It had no continuity in any of the other comics. It was a it was a it was a random one off. Actually, it was like twelve issues, but it was its own run. And it was it was awesome. And Phantasm comes back, and everyone's older, and it was it was really cool. But uh, I haven't seen her come back in anything else. But I would. I think it's I think it's a really and I love the smoke. I don't know how they're do. I, I don't know how she's doing it, but she disappears in the smoke, and I don't know how. I don't know if she's got like a a device or if she, there's something supernatural going there. I don't Phantasm suit is. Almost compatible to that bat suit in many ways in the movie. Mm-hmm. She has just as much shit. I like that hood though. She's got the hood. Right. It's like a scarecrow slash Doctor Doom slash. But then you got that hook thing, and it's like, oh shit, what is that all about? The hook threw me off when I was little too. I was like, how much can a hook person do to Batman? <laughs> I know, and you got to think about it like that. Hand is just sitting in that hook. Yeah, like balled up. You know, but Joker takes care of that no problem with some acid, and he holds her down too. He holds her down. She goes right for the nuts. Cause she wasn't really like skilled in like martial arts or anything. She would just knew how no. to keep. At yeah. one point, she throws Bruce on his back, and she goes, "Self defense class for girls." Right. Alfred comes out, and they're fucking right there on the lawn. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't fucking, but you know, I I assume they were fucking. Then he hits her. Yeah, it could have worked. He hits her again, and then the the camera just pans to the the curtains blowing in the wind. Mm. You know, what if they had just shown it? What if they just went balls to the wall, like Dar Pixon? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Liquids everywhere. Wouldn't you like to see a Batman animated series, animation style porn? They could make it happen. And he, he's fucking Poison Ivy, Harley. Oh, Harley. Now we're talking. Uh, Three of them at the same time. Um, uh, Red Claw. Tali comes in, but she's got the cleavage from the anime movies. Yeah. Red Claw has to show up. Red Claw. <laughs> Bataman. And, and Batgirl shows up. And, and Batgirl shows up. She says, oh my God, this is too weird. You're like a father to me. Right. Okay. Oh hell. Let let Damien come in and get a little bit as, uh, yeah. as well. Yeah, he gets uh he gets a share. Double penetration. It's not weird. He throws it to his own mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, oh man, that's hot. Yeah, that'd be hot, right? She doesn't know it's him though behind. That's what makes it hotter. Talia doesn't know. Damien just slips in behind her. Mm. Is that my son fucking me in the ass? Mm. 
so wrong, but it feels so good. Just invite Roz in too to come uh, watch. It's all in the family. <laughs> the bad family. The bat family. Ooh. Let's make it happen. Hmm. Do you go back through this at all? Not, not so much. No. Not so much. I probably only went through it maybe once this year. Hmm. Yeah. And that's only because what? I have watched what what was the latest uh DC movie that came uh, the I went through it right after I watched the the last DC movie with uh Superman on War World. War World. Did you watch did you finish that one? Was it good? It was okay. I didn't uh I didn't make it, it through. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that animation style. You didn't like it? No. Yeah. They've like gone away from the traditional. Yeah, they've gone thing. away. From, yeah, you're right. They've gone. They've gone away from like uh, what was it prior to? They've gone away from like the way it looked during uh, Apocalypse War. Yeah, I think I like that style more. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because I don't. I don't like uh, that Superman animation. I don't yeah. like that either. I don't. It, look, I, it looks too fun. It's too like it's almost too computerized. Yeah, like it's not. It doesn't, I, which I know there's some computer animation to all of those movies now and even in the shows later on, but like, I like it to at least look drawn at times. Mm-hmm. You know? I just really like that Bruce Tim animation. Can't fuck with it. Can't mess with it? What Yeah. What, what comes close then to that Bruce Tim animation? Um... I don't think anything's really touched it since. Nothing's touched it since. Like I get how they had to go. They kind of go like borderline anime with some of the newer movies and that's mm-hmm. fine. But even justice league unlimited and all that stuff like it, it, if it wasn't Bruce Tim, it borrowed from Bruce Tim's style. And I just like that. I just like, I like everybody has, I like how all the men have the big shoulders and the big wide torsos and the small legs. <laughs> but also I just, I don't know. There's a style to it, which I, I think is kind of lost now. That X-Men couldn't touch it? That X-Men could touch it. You know what? Actually, I stand corrected. I do like the Marvel What If animation. Oh, that What If animation. Yeah. If, I mean, but that's Disney, though. That's not Marvel. That's, that's, that's straight Disney. up. That's, that's Disney, yeah. That's Disney, yeah. So I'll give it that. I'll give it that. That's stylized in its own way, you know. That old X-Men animation was solid, too, but it still can't touch that Tim, that Bruce Tim animation. Really? Yeah, it's more colorful, but it's also a little slower I, at times. That 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 I would say, I don't know. Maybe what's a better what's a better like, intro? That a better intro than the animated series? Yeah, is is that X Men intro better than the Batman animated series? Like, do you get as hard for the Batman intro as you do for that X Men intro? Because the X Men intro has. Rogue flying around and sentinels and it's a, it's a lot of go, it's a lot going on there. Yeah. You say it was something that could stand up to that Batman animated series. Maybe that Japanese X-Men intro. <laughs> With that metal <laughs> fucking not so much that. That's, yeah, not, that, that, that. that's not memorable though. No, it's not, but it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what can stand up to it. As far as those because Spider-Man. Spider-Man had a good intro. Oh, Spider-Man had a great intro. Spider-Man, some Spider-Man. Um, 
I know you like that Conan Barbarian animation, mm-hmm. which is basically the X-Men animation. I don't know. It's hard to say. I still think that Thundercats intro is probably one of the best animated intros of all time. Mm-hmm. Like the animation of that. I, style, I guess I was just trying to stick, stick, stick with the comic thing. I, I, I would say uh, that be uh, that Batman Beyond is, you know, did a little something for me. I know it did something for you. Yeah. Didn't hook me like it hooked you. Now, that's something I can ask you. You don't go through that Batman Beyond enough, do you? Do not. Don't mess with it. I don't think I've ever seen any of it in its entirety. Wow. I've seen bits and pieces. Wow. But I just, because it's not Bruce, well, even though he's in it. Damn. And it's not the villains that I know. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't want to get that Terry McGinnis a chance. It's, it's the same thing with Spider-Man 2099. When, the, when that comic came out in the early 90s, and they were like, hey, it's Spider-Man, but in the future. I was like, I don't give a fuck about this guy. Mm. And they did it with X-Men, Punisher. But for some reason, Spider-Man is the only one that caught on. And uh, it was really cool seeing him in the new Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. like seeing him like actually like doing shit and maybe he works better on, on film. But for me, just all those spin off characters, like I don't, the story, Batman ends with Bruce for me, you know, always, always. There's, there's no room for Terry McGinnis. There's no, not, even the name annoys me. Terry McGinnis, you know, and you love it. I know you love it. The know. name annoys you, and I don't like this. I don't like the suit, even though I've seen really cool cosplay. Um, and you don't. <laughs> I don't. I just don't like that suit. What do you like? You like that noir Batman? Then. I like that noir Batman. I like that long ass Batmobile that has to like turn a corner and like <laughs> break itself in half because it's so goddamn long. Uh, that I Batman Beyond is a great ride. I'm telling you. Well, maybe I have to go through it. Like I, t- I, I will probably I take that ride more often than not than the animated series now. And I guess that's just because I took too many rides with the animated series. I, I'm, I don't want to see no more animated series. That's why I was sad that they didn't want to continue that. Beware the Batman. I thought we can go places with that. We could have. That wasn't bad. Yeah, that wasn't bad. That beware the Batman wasn't bad. I'm I'm looking forward to whatever happens with this J.J. Abrams, Matt Reeves, Bruce Tim new animated series that, that landed mm-hmm. on Prime. Um, and it's interesting that it landed on Prime too. It's very interesting to me that HBO Max wouldn't want to grab that. Right. I'm I'm wondering what's the deal with this Christmas Batman thing that's happening. It's on that Prime looks, now. Yeah, that looks fun too. Yeah, it's a little fun ride. I don't know why they're selling certain things to Netflix and Prime because they're just trying to, I guess, make more money back somehow for any losses they had. But uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like you go on Netflix and like the Batman and the entire Snyderverse is on there, right? And you're like, why would HBO not want to keep that? And that goes the same for every. It's all on Tubi. That's what I'm telling. Well, I guess they're making more money by putting it on other platforms. Warner Brothers is. Yeah, Warner Brothers, right? Yeah, but you would think. I mean, I don't know, because Disney's like, fuck no. Disney's like, you're not getting our Marvel, you're not getting our 20th Century Fox, you're not getting our Star Wars. Like, we own all that. If you want to watch any of that shit, you better have fucking Disney Plus. <laughs> I'm just surprised, but I guess they're like, hey, you know, we can spread it around, make some money, make as much money as we want. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah, Batman, Master of the Phantasm, folks. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say about this movie. It's an animated movie. It's not long. Mm-hmm. 
1993. What a year. Wow, that's know? a long time. It came out the same day as Tombstone, actually. But we had to talk about Tombstone first. Hmm. They both were out on Christmas Day. Shocker, more people went and saw Tombstone. <laughs> Which is funny. That's not really... Imagine be like being home on Christmas Day. And then you open presents. And then you got extended family in the house. Everybody's been on top of each other for the last couple of days. So everybody wants to get away and go, you know, return some Christmas gifts and go see a movie. And you go see Tombstone. But then right next to the, the theater, right in the next in the next theater auditorium over is Mask of the Phantasm. What Damn. a time. You continue to buy that ticket for Tombstone. You continue. <laughs> Dana Delaney was in two movies on Christmas Day. You know? But you got to think about it. Superhero craze wasn't really as big as it is now. And now it's dying again. It's dying. It is dying. It is That's dying. Good. It, is it is, is kind of good. Right. Because then by the time Deadpool 3 comes out, people will be fucking blown away again. Will they? I suspect they will. I think it's going to do gangbusters just because of Hugh and Ryan being in the same movie together. But that's me. That's me. What do I know? You know, I'm just a guy. But it'll. I think it'll also be helped by the fact that, like you said, it's dying and we're not getting any Marvel movies until that comes out. Yeah. Like everything else got pushed back or canceled or shelved. And that's the only one on the slate that's opening next summer. So... I think people will be ready for it. You know what I mean? As opposed to like now where it's like you got a Disney Plus show and then you got a movie out in a month. You know what I mean? And we got uh, Aquaman uh, next week. I think that's right. I oh, mean, that's just, you're right. That just proved the point. I, I, I forget that that's coming out in like a week. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like there was a time when we were like younger. Like I'd be like, oh yeah, the Aquaman movie? Fuck yeah. But you're right. Like I didn't, I wasn't hyped on Black Adam. I wasn't hyped on Shazam. I'm not hyped on Aquaman. I will see Aquaman though. I wasn't even hyped for the Batman either. No, I actually was. I got, I got my you ticket. You were hyped advance. for the for the Batman. I was because it's Batman. Like I, I got my ticket early. I went, I went and saw it. Like I, yeah, I took. You know, you don't talk about it. I don't talk about. You know, it's so funny. Um, <clears throat> our mutual friend Jay. He sends me this video and this guy does a breakdown of like why the Batman is better than the Nolan trilogy. Oh, wow. And I already hated him from the beginning of the video because the guy is like a slow talker and he's got like a Welsh accent or something. And Mm. I just hated him already, you know. And Jay's going on and on. Jay, we love you. Jay's going on and on about how the Batman's filmed and the way it was shot and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, don't get me wrong. It's it's a beautiful film in terms of cinematography and the way it was shot and the way that you can't even see a goddamn thing happening because it's so fucking dark. Um, but come on, you can't you can't say it's better than the Nolan trilogy, man. You just can't. Like that's like saying I don't know. I don't even know. What I can that say is. it's better than Begins. I can't. <laughs> I can't, dude. Like I I like a lot of things about it. And if we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. But I can I can say that I can say that, and I I don't feel bad saying I can say the Batman is better than Batman Begins to me. So to you, see to me, if you're to if you're to put the two movies to me as a choice, I'm going through Begins every day of the week. It has 
begins has more goosies, more heartsies. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. When do you get when do you get goosies in the Batman? When he says I'm vengeance? When he does vengeance, when this fucker just uh I got I got nothing. When he just shows up at at, uh, at Penguin's club and runs through that motherfucker, That's that nothing. man didn't do that shit in uh, Begins. He did it in you know Dark the a- Knight. The action wasn't was was a little sloppier in uh well at least the Batman action was sloppier. The Bruce action was great, but <laughs> uh, come on, it's all about the scenes. And then it was more it was more Bruce. It was more Bruce in Batman Begins. And I. I, I and I like he had on this, like Bat the Batman, he had on that suit at least half the time. Yeah, and that's what I. That's what I want. But his Bruce sucked. Yeah, his Bruce sucked. But I didn't need Bruce. I didn't need Bruce anymore after that. You need Bruce. You need Bruce in a Batman movie. Because that's part of it. That like that's part of it when Bruce is saying a man had a gun. You know, I've had training. Your training, it's nothing. The will is everything. The will to act. Yeah, you know, but who shit. are you doing? Who are you doing? You're not doing Bruce. It's you're all. Doing, it's but you're but doing Ross But it's but it's but it's the dynamic. You of like all Liam Neeson. You like you Liam Neeson. I love the dynamic. I love the dynamic of a hero and a villain talking, and you don't get any of that. You don't the, get any of that in the Batman. The gooses I got in in Begins was when he first shows up as Batman. And when he's driving that fucking tumbler. Other than that, when he saves the day, I don't. I don't. At the end of the movie, there's nothing there. No, th- I'll tell you where it is. I'll tell you where it is. When he's in that fucking, what would you call that? The house, Razor Ghoul's house. And he has all those, you know, they have the, the, the League of Shadows is standing there. Oh, it's graduation day. And then he's like, <laughs> it's graduation day. He's like, you mustn't leave any sign. And he comes up behind him with the sword. He's like, I haven't. And then when he opens Get up the fucking here. chest and the that's bats are coming out, that's goosies for me. That's, that's goosies for you. That's goosies for me. Because you see him turn into Batman. He wasn't. You he see just him embrace his fear. You see him embrace his fear. And you see him turn into Batman. You see him turn into Batman in that movie. And I love that shit. I love that shit. In the Batman, you don't get you any don't get of that. that. You, you're not giving the Batman a chance. I see that. You don't. You don't get any of that. You're you, telling you, me you didn't get any gooses at the point where the penguin just looks up and mm-hmm. all of a sudden he hears that fucking engine. I got nothing. And you, for the first time, we see this guy's Batmobile. I gave you two scenes. Two scenes gave me. Goes, one, actually, one scene gave me. One scene gave me gooses in the Batman, and that's when he leads those people out of the water. Oh, I know that. At the end of the movie, because uh-huh. to me we hadn't seen that really yet before. When they see him and they're terrified of him, and then they realize he's there to help, and he leads him out, and that overhead shot, and he's leading him through the water, mm-hmm. and then he's standing up looking at the helicopter after he's lifted, it's lifted off. We hadn't seen that, you know, and that gave me goosies. Everything else, it's been done, mm-hmm. you know, it's been done, it's been done, mm-hmm. except the open narration. I'll give you that they did the narration like a comic book in the beginning of the movie. Even though I had to squint because I'm still like I still can't see a fucking thing. Um, hey, God, it's, it's no, it's it's not better than the Nolan trilogy. The it's Nolan not better trilogy. than the Nolan trilogy, but I can I can say it. I feel like it. I think it's better than Begins. You're hyped on the Batman sequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Pens. 
I think no, he was the perfect choice to be Batman. He's not bad. Yeah. I don't. I don't mind him. He's fine. Especially a young Batman. Yeah, and I even like um our guy as uh the Watcher. Mm-hmm. I like him as as uh, as Gordon, Jeffrey Wright. Well, Jeffrey Wright, right? Yeah, I like him as Gordon. He's a good Gordon. Mm-hmm. And uh, who can who can complain about uh, Zoe Kravitz as a uh, as Catwoman? She was great. No complaints here. Her Catwoman made a little bit more sense than the Hathaway Catwoman. Um, although I do like the Hathaway Catwoman too. It'll never top Pfeiffer as far as I'm concerned, no matter how ridiculous her origin story was. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a lot of things I like about the movie, and I watched it twice, once in theaters, once at home on the Max. And I just came to the conclusion it's, it's just not as fun for me as other Batman movies. Mm. And to me, I think those movies have to be a little fun. Now you'd probably argue the Batmobile scene alone, like that chase with Penguin, is is fun. Like that's oh, cool. Man. That that's that's what makes me shoot the treadmill up to uh, fifteen. <laughs> that scene alone is to me is com- uh, is compatible to Thor's entrance in uh in uh Ragnarok in uh, Infinity. Uh, oh, they bring me Thanos. Yeah. Now. The Batman could have been improved if, like, in the middle of nowhere, Thor just showed up and fucking <laughs> with some lightning down on Gotham City. Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting. I think for me, it's also the villains too. Like the Riddler villain was garbage to me. Yeah, the Riddler. Well, and, yeah, that, that's not and, my real. Yeah, I hate to be that guy because people have said it for years, but I feel like what makes the Batman movies what they are is half Batman, half villain. Like the Joker in '89. Catwoman and Penguin, a Catwoman and Penguin in uh, '92. You know, say what say what you will about Harvey and Jim Carrey and forever, but it kind of worked. You know, I feel like you need strong villains in these Batman movies. Mm-hmm. If without it, I mean, look at Heath, what Heath did in Dark Knight, or even Bane and Rises. You need that because without that, like, yeah, Batman's great, but what makes Batman is, is the villains. And if mm-hmm. you make Riddler like a fucking Zodiac killer covered in duct tape. It's not as fun. He has to have more flair, like more like riddle me this, Batman. You know what I mean? It's got to be more. You wanted the derby. I wanted the derby in the green suit. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know why they could try to make these movies more realistic every year. It's like, I don't need them to be realistic. You want the derby. You want the green suit full of question marks. You're goddamn right. I do. You know? And if we you get a want, fantasy. You want that? Animated series. I do. That animated series, Riddler. He was badass, though. He was. He was badass. He he gave Bruce, he gave Batman run for his money whenever he showed up. You're goddamn right he did. Yeah. 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 And I like a penguin, a Danny DeVito penguin with, with black gunk coming out of his mouth that's horrific looking. Like that worked for me. You want a freak. You don't want a soprano Colin Farrell. I actually really like Colin Farrell a lot too. And I actually liked his penguin too. I love his still waiting for the, this show. Yeah, I guess I'll watch it. Sub Zero's on next. We should watch <laughs> 1998. Woo. And Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Not a bad movie. PG 13. God damn. It was gritty. I guess it was gritty. I guess people do die in it, technically. 
and then Batman Beyond's PG. Three seasons of Batman Beyond. God damn. What a shame. What a it shame. Deserved, it deserved one more. So wait, hold on. What was oh Batman the Animated Series was only three seasons? Why do I thought why did I think? Oh, because Batman and Robin was another gotcha. Ninety three to ninety five, and then yeah, they did the others. Well shit, man. Um what a movie and what a show. Mm-hmm. And what a year, nineteen ninety three. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. What would you rate this little gem? Is it movie theater good or call out of work good? Like, would you see this if it was back in theaters? Would you go to a theater to see this? No. You like it. You appreciate it. But you're just, you're not. Put it back in that uh, paper box it came in. It's home video good. <laughs> I never owned it either. I never bought it. I never bought it. I don't know if I own it either. No. Do you ever just go back to the animated series just randomly or no? Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah. But not the whole thing. I don't go through. Uh, nope. I always start at uh, Man Bat, Two Face. Oh, okay, you start at Two Face. I started Two Face. Started Two Face. Face to face to face. Two Face. Oh man! Favorite episodes. I, I just go just just for random. Uh, favorite yeah, episode is that Two Face saga. Uh, the the episode where. Uh, the villain's trying to figure out who killed Batman. Oh, almost got him. Almost got him. That's a that's a favorite. Uh, on leather wings, no man bat for you. No man bat for me. Love that leather wings. Uh, not that all. Was the, that was the first episode that that's aired. The first episode. <laughs> that's pretty uh, crazy. What about uh, that? What about that Harley and Ivy episode? I really like that one too. No, no, no. Hugo no. Strange when he figures out his ID. No, not that one either. Okay. What about the Joker's Wild? That was a good one. It was. It, it was. It's a Joker one. Uh, the with the the one with the fish. Okay. Okay. Fish. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. And um, how do you feel about the the Red Claw episode? It was a two parter. That was pretty good. It wasn't needed. Though. Okay. Oh, yeah. and then the the Raz Al Ghul one. The Demon's Quest parts the one Demon's and two. Quest. Yeah. Come on now. Oh man. That is actually my favorite Top episodes. Episode. Top yep. episodes. The Man Bat episodes and the Rob Uncle <laughs> episodes are my favorites. And I like the Catwoman ones too. I love that Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. Selena Selena. Um, I do have some random stuff that that based on our last episode, I gotta read out before we close. We got letters, folks. We get letters every now and then, okay? People write in, they send them, post haste, postmarked, we open them. Uh at June is 40. Lou Diamond Phillips didn't play Buddy Holly. He was Labamba, but I forgive you. And the Tombstone review was still excellent. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if we reviewed Tombstone so much as we just reenacted it. It was Richard Valens. Yeah, I uh, I guess I said he was Buddy Holly at one point. I don't oh, know. No, I he uh, yeah, he was on the plane with Buddy Holly. Okay, okay. Well, my apologies. Yeah, because his uh, brother was like Richie, Richie. At Turok89, Jessica Rabbit and Betty Boop were hot, but what about Hollywood? And how come no Cool World episode? Hollywood has no business being in the same sentence as Jessica. (laughs) Is that because you like redheads more than blondes? No, because Jessica Rabbit was just drawn bad. But you know that Hollywood was drawn bad, too. Hollywood was not as sexy as Jessica Rabbit. You're saying it right here for the Comic-Con. I'm saying it right now. Hollywood mm-hmm. 
is not sexy as Jessica Rabbit. We could put them up side by side. Let's just do this side real quick. by side. Side okay. by side. And I and I know the picture you're gonna put up. The <laughs> one with Hollywood and all white. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It doesn't come close to Jessica Rabbit on that stage. Is that what you're Jessica saying? Jessica Rabbit's tits were bouncing all over Eddie's face. And what about Hollywood? Hollywood had legs. Brad Pitt wasn't thinking about that. She had some clavage. Did she? I not, not basing her tits. Not as big as I mean. Well, you know, you know, basically never had tits. Do we need to do a cool world episode? Is it worth going back through? Oh yeah, for sure. For okay, sure. cool world is always a good ride. Okay. I'm just saying, some some folks like that 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 blonde stuff, but that Jessica Rabbit, she's she's all around. She's know? all around. She, okay, she fills out the full sheet. You know. Okay, okay, I get you. I get you. I'm tracking. That makes sense. And I'm glad we had that exclusively put out here for the first time on record. Hollywood doesn't hold a candle to the Jessica Rabbit. Right. I still take that Betty Boop over both of them. Whoop. Boop, 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 boop. Hey. <laughs> still got it, Eddie. You still got it, Eddie. If there's anything we said on this show that made you ponder your existence or just made you want to go back to Gotham so you get a reach around or a tug around from the one and only Andrea Beaumont. Make sure she does it with the hand without the claw. I wonder if she's any uh, relation to the Beaumonts in Castlevania. That would be a good tie-in. That would be a great tie-in. I don't even watch anime, but I've watched some of that. Mm -hmm. Hoping for vampire tits, and I have to keep fast-forwarding. I mean, because Batman does go against Dracula every now and then. Every now and then. I would take that live action. Batman versus Dracula? Goddamn right. But which Dracula? Let me get that uh, that that classic Dracula. Or that Monster Squad Dracula. You don't want that untold one, huh? No, nah, he was good too, actually. Charles let Dance. Let me tell you something. That, that untold. Front, that untold's not bad. That untold. A lot of folks shit it's, on it. I saw it in theaters. But he had some spectacular powers. He had some great... And that Charles Dance? You can't fuck with that Charles Dance. You know? The only way he could have been topped was if, uh, you know, somehow Charles Dance showed up with that glass eye from Last Action Hero. That's the only way it would work. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that they made Dracula, that was supposed to be part of that universal renaissance with uh, Tom Cruise's The Mummy. With Tom Cruise, right. The whole thing went tits up. It could have worked. Because it could have worked. The Mummy, all you had to do was bring in uh, Frankenstein or... Jekyll and Hyde, and I think we would have had the same shit that Godzilla's riding all Bro, riding right now. You had Jekyll and Hyde with Russell Crowe, and he was great. It was right there, right. And they had the like they had that vampire. I just ranted about this on a fucking Patreon solo rant with that that room that Tom Cruise walks in, and they had the fangs in the jar, and the it's like oh shit, they're building a universe, a dark universe. I was there. That could have worked. And then you bring back uh, Jackman. It's Van Helsing. Oh my God! Let's we got to go back through that Van Helsing. We bring it up too many times to not go back through it. And I because remember it deserved a sequel. It deserved a sequel. When I first saw it, I did not accept it. But after it, some after yeah after some time because I watched it with my sister. I think my whole family just took up a whole row. I remember being like, "This is so stupid." And then I revisited it years later, and I was like, "No, this is really fun." Oh, it's solid. It's a, it's a fun ride. 
<laughs> Gabriel. It's that, uh, what's the guy? I guess he did the Mummy movie. The, hmm. One of the Mummy movies. He did that movie. Hmm, okay. Might have directed a Fantastic Four movie, too. I don't know. Let's see, I mean, like, that, uh, because that Jekyll in that movie, I mean, it was voiced by the our guy that just passed, but he was superhuman. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then the werewolves at the end. Oh man, that Van Helsing werewolf. Well, that Van Helsing turned into a giant. Was it a wolf, werewolf or a giant wolf? Wasn't he like? Yeah, he was a werewolf. He was like eight feet tall or some shit. Yeah, and yeah, then was... he had to go against that Dracula man bat. Closest thing we got to a fucking real life man bat. This is interesting though. When you pull the animated series up on HBO, they give you Cat in the Claw first, but Leather Wings was the first one to to mm. air. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. The real geek came out then. <laughs> Leather Wings is first. It was. I remember being the first episode, and I looked it up, and sure enough, oh, there it's all out of order. They got Heart of Ice, and then. I don't like this shit. We don't get the Two Face until season two. Yeah, it was season, it's the season two one thing. Oh, it's the end of season one on this one. I don't like any of this shit, but it's HD, and I'm gonna do it. This is gonna be my lullaby tonight. Okay. So, uh, thanks for sticking around there, Chief. All right, I might just go through this Dracula Untold right quick too. What's that on? Is that on Max? I thought it was on the Max. I haven't watched it since I saw it in theaters, but I remember really liking it. I think it's on the Max. 2014. Oh, no, it's on Netflix. Well, I wish uh, everyone speedy, happy holidays and uh, safe, happy holidays out there. If you're driving or flying or getting around or, you know, servicing some men under a bridge somewhere, you know, just be safe. You know, just be safe. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. You know, all that. You know. Should we close part of Paul Hardcastle again? Those Congos he's got on there? Mm-hmm. This shit is fucking smooth, dude. That for shit is like... For a Christmas song, huh? God damn, I feel like you just want to fuck. Hmm. Uh, where you been spending your nights? It's just fiction, Paul Hardcastle. Oh. Special time of year Snow falls slowly to the ground People full of Christmas cheer